What's going on, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of A Little Agile A Day Keeps the Bugs Away. As always, I'm your host, BP, aka Little Agile. And I apologize. I did not release an episode yesterday. I promise you, Tuesday and Thursday mornings each week, we will have a new episode. I was in the Outer Banks. I did not have my equipment. I should have just done it on the road. I need to keep true to my fans here. I need to keep true to you listeners and get a podcast out twice a week. So I apologize. Maybe I'll have a, uh, a Friday special or a, or a Saturday one. Let's see. I owe you one. I'm behind. I'm in debt to you. I owe you an additional episode. But as always, we're here with another topic. And I'm starting a new series today. Hold on. Need a drink of water. <coughs> Came out of the gate hot there. Do you ever talk and you you have a little tickle in your throat and you don't want to cough you got to hold it in because you're either recording or you're mid-sentence that just happened there apologies all right we're back this is uncut so you will you will listen to me drinking water and explaining coughing but that's not the intention of this podcast if you are unfamiliar We are a podcast dedicated to introducing agile concepts, maybe introducing them depending on your level of expertise in the, in the world of agile, but discussing agile concepts in an episode that lasts a short car ride. And today, as with every day is no different. And we're starting a new series today. Really excited about this. It's going to be the retrospective series. I already talked about retrospectives in an earlier episode of A Little Agile A Day Keeps the Bugs Away, but I'm going to periodically be discussing retrospective formats, and today is the first, and maybe you've heard about it. It's not as popular as some of the more frequent formats that you hear of, but it's one that's very effective. It's called the Lean Coffee Retrospective. So you're probably thinking, BP, what the hell is a Lean Coffee Retrospective? That's what I'm here to tell you. So essentially, a a Lean Coffee Retrospective is a time box structured, flexible meeting that is formatted as as an open forum. And And it focuses on identifying and addressing the most pressing issues and opportunities for improvement within your area or within your team regardless of who the participants are. It doesn't have to be a team-level retro. It can be a retrospective with anyone that would benefit from having a retrospective, which is probably anyone and everyone. But you can facilitate this in any format with any audience that you would like. And the Lean Coffee format essentially works like this. And there's a tool I'm going to share with you called Lean Coffee Table It's going to be in the description of this podcast. I'm not an affiliate for it. I'm just sending it to you because I have a subscription. I love to use it. I actually used it today with our consultants, and it is wildly effective. And essentially what it is, it's a platform, or I guess you doesn't have to be a platform. You could do it on a whiteboard. But essentially the the goal around Lean Coffee is we set an initial time box with the individuals, and you allow individuals to put any topic they would like to discuss. You can put as many as you would like 
on a whiteboard or in a digital tool, whatever it may be. And then after that time box is up, you stop, you prioritize the topics based on votes. So everyone now gets three votes or however many votes you want, and they vote on the topics. And that's how you prioritize the topics. The most votes gets discussed first, and the least moves to the bottom of the backlog. And if you have a lot of people in the room and you have a ton of topics, try to group them up before you start the voting because most likely with a very large audience, you're going to have many topics that are very similar to each other and you can put them into one. It works out well to ensure that you can get as many topics in during the Lean Coffee session as possible. Typically, this session is about an hour long and each topic, like I said, is pulled from the top Highest number of votes first, and you time box each topic. So say I pulled the top voted item, it has 10 votes, it's story point estimation, let's say. You open up the discussion, and you want to have a good facilitator here. And if you're trying to practice becoming a good facilitator, this is also a good session to practice your skills and to grow as a facilitator. So you want to facilitate the conversation, make sure the conversation is rolling along. If you see that it starts to die, consider moving on to the next topic and not utilizing the whole time box. Don't try to force anything within these topics. But what you want to do is once you've discussed within the time box of the specific topic, you take a vote. And it's usually majority rules whether you want to continue on that topic for an additional, you, you cut the time in half, two minutes, two and a half minutes, whatever that may be, or if you want to move on to the next topic. So if the topic's hot and there's a lot of conversation and there's action items being drawn on the topics, you want to make sure we give more time to continue that topic because it could be important. It could be something that really draws out some exceptional innovative tactics or some advancements in your teams or department, whatever it may be, you want to make sure we're sticking to the topics that get a lot of traction. And like I said, we move on quickly from the topics that aren't. And the goal here is each topic we want to, if we can, extract some form of action item to move forward and make sure someone is held accountable to this action item, whether it be the facilitator or the individual who brought the topic to the table, it doesn't really matter. It really doesn't matter as long as someone is accountable for it. And frankly, some topics are just open discussions. Maybe they're just fun and they don't have an action item at the end. That's fine. But we want to make sure in the confines of the entire lean coffee session, we want some action items. Like I said, not one tied to every topic, but a few that are tied to some of the topics that are actionable. And then maybe there is an item within there that needs to be taken away from this Lean Coffee session and implemented. Not coming out with action items is an empty session. And this goes for every session, not just retrospectives, but any meeting you have, you want something to come out of it. You either want next steps or actionable items that someone could be accountable for so we can move forward. So in a nutshell, that's Lean Coffee. Open forum, everyone gets to put topics on the board, you group them up if there's a ton, 
you all vote on the topics and you time box each topic. Pull the first one, the highest amount of votes in, discuss it, time box, run, time box runs out, vote if you want to continue on or move to the next topic. And you keep doing that until you run out of time. And then when you run out of time, you may have a scribe. I, reckon I, I, rec I recommend and recognize that an individual should be taking notes in most of these sessions. So it can either be the facilitator or just have someone on the side that is there to take notes. Very effective, works out, helps you remember some of the actionable items, some of the topics, and what to do moving forward. And you're going to see a ton of benefits from this. You're going to see a lot of encouraging collaboration. You're going to see a lot of priority and methods to prioritize items because the voting situation is simple and it actually can translate to different areas of the company where you need to prioritize either work items or tasks or projects in which you're working on. Granted, we already talked about more effective prioritization methods, but this extracts the simple ones like voting, like decentralized decision-making. It also empowers the participants, like I said, alluding back to that decentralized decision-making. It's adaptable, it's flexible, it's fun, and it's such an, and the open forums really help your department or area grow. So as you start the Lean Coffee session, make sure you have a space set up, whether it be virtual in the link I'm sharing or a whiteboard in a room. Make sure you have the topics there. Make sure you bring stickies, you bring markers, you bring everything you need to ensure that you have a good session or at least the bare minimum is, is stickies and a writing utensil for, for everyone. So I guess one marker per table if you have a group of tables. If you have a virtual whiteboard or the link I'm sharing, don't have to worry about it. It's set up for you. And then finally, you want to make sure you're time boxing it. Someone's keeping time, keeping track. That shouldn't be hard. And then remember to take action. At least one thing should be coming out of these sessions so we can continue to move forward. Like I emphasized earlier, you do not want to have empty sessions. You never want to have an empty session. This isn't just retro. I already, I already talked about this, but I want to emphasize this. In retrospectives, in planning, in refinements, there's always something coming out the end of a session. And it should be intentional and we should have someone accountable to follow through on it. So very important there. But really, that's the Lean Coffee session. Pretty open discussion here today. I wanted to make it very open-ended. Didn't want to go into the traditional format of the, the list of benefits and, and prioritize them in a, in a set to explain to you. I wanted to make it open-ended because you know what? That's what the Lean Coffee is. It is open-ended. It's open-ended and it lets everyone have a voice. And remember, as the facilitator, make sure we're asking questions when the room goes silent. Ask questions maybe alluding to the topic at hand. Ask questions whether someone has experience within a subset of the topic at hand. You'll start to continue on that conversation because there are parts of the session where it will get stale. You will have silence, and we want to make sure we're facilitating out of that. So 
good techniques that you can use to facilitate out of that. And keep practicing. Keep on practicing, even if it's with your team, and you just tell them, hey, I want to practice my facilitation. Let me run a lean coffee session. Everyone gets something out of it. Everyone gets to talk. It is a lot of fun. All right. That's it. That's all. That's the Lean Coffee Session. It's a great retrospective. Great for just a department-wide meeting to discuss what's going on, the state of our department, the state of whatever vertical or subset of the company we're in, or if you're a small company, the state of your company, the state of your startup, whatever that may be, it really helps drive action and move it forward. It's a, it's a good thing for consultants block or coaches block. It's like a writer's block, but you don't know what to do next. You get a lot of good tips from these Lean Coffee sec, uh, sessions so you can draw action and really continue on the consultant consultant journey and keep your foot on the gas. And this goes for all of you, not just regular consultants, but the coaches, the scrum masters, the individuals on the team. Whoever it may be, get out there, facilitate a lean coffee, and have some fun. As always, I'm BP, and I'll see you soon.